positive. Andrew's positive right now. <laughs> no oh, exhales. No. Positive. No exhales. Oh, Just not a... even breathing. I no. inhaled once. Inhaled once before we started. Wow. That is allowed. And no anything is escaping my lungs wow. for the next whatever remains of this podcast. Now I'm concerned. <laughs> yeah, now Don't this worry. is a medical. This is a medical I inhaled situation. so much. <laughs> I I had a thing when I was <laughs> when I okay. And keep in mind, I know a little bit. I took, you know, an undergraduate amount of biology classes. Like okay. pretty, you know, enough. Enough to know that for some reason in my 20s, I was convinced um if you had to pee, one thing you could do is become so dehydrated in the rest <sighs> of your body that the pee would go back into your body. <laughs> this is the podcast, wow. Yo, Is This Racist, where me, Tony Newsom, and him, Andrew T., with the help of our producer, Kevin Bartell, we listen to your voicemail questions about racism with the help of special guest or guests sometimes. There's no guest this week, mm-hmm, uh, but first we mm-hmm, get into mm-hmm. news, and right now mm-hmm. we're hearing whatever the fuck this is. Go ahead. Andrew, Andrew should not have been... And people, people who are medical doctors today used to cheat off me in biology class oh as an God. undergraduate. Jesus. Think about that. Chew on fucking that. Think about the, the dumb shit I just said and think about a physician. Potentially your personal physician yep. is dumber mm-hmm. than Andrew. Than the thing I just said. Relied about. on Andrew to Relied help on you. Andrew's yes, take. yes. Yeah. Without me, would not have gotten probably would not be the same doctor that they are today. Sitting there so, taking the test, going, I have to use the bathroom. Oh, but I'm thirsty, so it will just reverse. Yeah, we can. It will reverse. Well, I, my argument was just that there's some level, but I believe the, the reality is that level is you're, you're dead. You're a human. You're a dead human. <laughs> and that's when, that's when the gradient uh, equalizes, as it were. Wow. Kevin, how was your week? It was great. Um, drinking, trying to stay hydrated, I guess, to prevent Good. these things. Yeah, uh, I'll talk about it more on Yo Can We Live, but I started some language courses, some online Ooh. language courses. Oh, damn. So well, what language are you doing? I, I took a free trial of Japanese and Spanish. Hey, now. Um, and I mm. had a 30-minute... Uh, class with a teacher and everything. I've- Thank you for that. Arigato daimas. Um. <laughs> I, I let my 480-day Duolingo streak lapse recently. No. <laughs> That's impressive. For a long time, it was my, uh, f- instead of checking Twitter first thing in the morning, knock out one Duolingo game. That's good. That's a good move. Yeah. I should do and that. And then... Basically, what happened was I got vaccinated and I stopped giving a shit. Right, because you're like, about, life about is anything. back. Let's get back to life. I, you know, my Spanish is lower intermediate, but I think I had spoken to someone around my castmate Ben Schwartz, and he was like very impressed. And then we met a guy from Spain, and Ben goes, "Oh, Tawny's fluent," and I immediately oh, was like, "No, no, no. <laughs> don't say that." <laughs> and the guy immediately launched in, and I was like, "No, no, no, let's not no, do this no. right now. I'm so stressed." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like your your Spanish was very like like got us around when we went to Colombia. It is utilitarian. It is in no way artistic or social, but I can yeah. get or do 
anything we need. <laughs> yeah, that's great. Yeah. Where's the restaurant? What's the name of the restaurant? Yep. Is there a bathroom here? Here are everything all, that my all the friends foods. are allergic to. <laughs> yeah. How much it cost? <laughs> yeah. And whether it was too much money or not. I took uh, two years of Italian in college and the Spanish teacher had to say, why do you keep responding in Italian? He was like, mm -hmm. <laughs> I was like, I am because I don't really remember any of it, but I guess uh -huh. somewhere in my brain, I was like conflating the two. Yeah. And so he would ask me questions in Spanish and then I would respond in Italian and he would say, please stop doing that. I'm like, like I promise I'm not doing it on purpose. <laughs> Um, but he recommended Duolingo. He was like, you got to <laughs> up your vocab and do some daily Duolingo. I was like, all right, good tip. Duolingo, That's hit not... us up. We love yeah, you, please. I guess. Be our sponsor. Yeah. Duolingo is yeah. like, I, I think what it is, is it's not a, my guess is it's more like how children learn mm -hmm. a language. Mm -hmm. So it's probably not the best way for an adult to learn a language would be my guess. Have you tried because... Memorize? Oh, sorry to interrupt you. No, is that a nope. thing? So Memrise, I, this was a couple years ago, so they might have changed it or it might be different. But when I started, it was like Duolingo in, in that it was games-based, but they were like, they would make little memes. So it was connecting your brain to like visual things mm, and context-y cool. things. And that really helped me. Hmm. I'll look at that. Sounds yeah. great. I, f I figured out the hack to the Duolingo game, which is I was doing Spanish to try to learn some Spanish, mm -hmm. but um, I would just lose all my stars in that. Stars is how you, is your your life mm -hmm. points. Mm -hmm. And then I could just, or hearts, maybe hearts makes more sense. Anyway, the <laughs> point is um, they don't really keep track of the languages you're doing separately. They just keep track of your account. Sure, yeah. So then I could just log into Chinese and get all my hearts back because <laughs> the Chinese cheat. was very easy to me. <laughs> you're a cheat. <laughs> yeah, um, I was fully just cheating it. Sneaky. But if I wanted to, I could go all day. So I can just get my hearts back in Chinese. Speaking of Chinese, uh, we went to dinner up here in Vancouver. Jimmy O. Yang took us to Kirin in downtown Vancouver. Really good, authentic Cantonese food. And um, he ordered a bunch of stuff for us. He just like ordered a bunch of things. We were like, great, great, great. And then he told us later that the server said to him, is that all you want in, in Cantonese? And Jimmy was like, yeah, yeah. Do you think that's enough food? And he goes, it's enough food, but you know how these white people like their crispy, sweet and sour pork. You should get some of that. <laughs> oh, <laughs> and then yeah. we ordered it. Jimmy was like, no, no, it's fine. We ordered it. And that was the thing that was gone like first. Like, Immediately. Yeah. That plate. <laughs> yeah. It's, a, it's the palate thing. But often also yeah. those places do that shit quite well. It, yeah. I find. Everything was good. Yeah, but it was funny that he 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 had you know how these white people get <laughs> perfectly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> there's probably a world where the correct answer is like that's why we're not getting it. And you can always get it later. Or yeah, buy everyone a slice of pizza on the way home. Yeah, that's to true. Be in if they don't have if they don't want to have sea cucumber or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> no, we did good. We had spot prawns. It's spot prawn season up here. They were so good. Mm. It's spot um. prawn season. <laughs> Yo, 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 welcome back to Yo's Races. It's spot prawn season, not here on the podcast. Um, and you know what that means? That means we're going to get into some light racism news. Andrew, yeah. what's your, what am I even talking about? Andrew, what's your first bit of? I think I was, I, uh, I saw this uh, yesterday as we we're recording it. Um, but, um, and this, this is going to be uh, both a, I, I don't know if it's not news. It's not news. It's, this is okay. kind of the fact that it's news to me is 
one of the parts of my own, like, maybe I'm being a little racist here, which mm-hmm. is that um, Cat Williams was on a podcast, uh, was it Joe Budden's podcast. Um, okay. And had, like, a very, like, good, correct, you know, thoughtful take on, quote, cancel culture. Um, let's see, my favorite poll quote was... Um, He's talking about comedians and stand-up comics, which I think listeners to the show will know <laughs> my thoughts on stand-up comedy. But, like, you know, uh, as far as, like, whether or not you need to say X or Y type of slur, uh, Cal Williams is like, if these are the confines that keep you from doing the craft God put you to do, it probably ain't for you. Which mm-hmm. is, like, just... But then it's, like, truly probably the other flip side of it is the amount that I personally was like surprised is probably some part of that is like expecting I guess old comics I'm trying to just like choose my words because definitely there's like a lot of people online that were like pointing out it's like like having a low expectation of Cat Williams is in its own way problematic but but it's problematic if you're thinking that from like a racial point of view but Mm -hmm. not not if you're thinking about the era he's from because we've been disappointed time and again by many comics of his age and type. That's true. Comedy yeah, type, it, not it's, it's, racial type. Yeah, like, like, right. It's I guess it's the age and the stand-up-ness yeah. of it. Because I assume stand-ups are horrible people until proven <laughs> otherwise, and many of them do. But, but like, like is, I've I never guess, heard, my... I've never heard Cedric talk about this stuff directly, but I, I worked with him, and he's delightful in all ways. And I, I could see him having a similar take that's, you know, again, I've never heard, I'm not putting words in his mouth, but I could yeah. see him having a, a similar take that people might be surprised by because he's from like kind of that older guard of stand-up yeah. dudes who you just might expect them to go, oh, you can't say anything anymore, but. Mm. Yeah. yeah. I think there's also the world where for stand-ups, like, unless you think about it, like Cat Williams clearly has, like, I think a lot of them reflexively, because it's like, if you don't think about what, it's a little bit like the same way, like, even like all lives matter. Like, mm-hmm. if you, unless you, I don't know, think about it, it sounds reasonable. Right, right, right. If you don't know the culture, the of, I don't like, yeah, it, yeah, I don't like people being said, you know, told they can't say what they want to say. Like, yeah, in the sort of abstract, mm-hmm. that's good enough but then right. yeah then concretely it's like that's not what that means that's it's not like what saying people pro-life. are talking about it's like sure yeah. we all want people to live what are we talking about <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah it's 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 that so Which i think that's maybe the other side of it yeah similarly do i mean these issues are very different but similarly to why we don't say pro-life we say anti-choice because that's what those people are yeah I, that's why i don't like the term cancel culture because it's not the, the word you're looking for is consequences yeah <laughs> yeah like, <laughs> Well, and also like, but even even the cancel of it, like cancel, it doesn't. It, it's not like, like what is what is being canceled? Yeah. You know really? who was canceled? Janet Jackson because of the fucking Timberlake Super Bowl. That's who was canceled. Yeah. She was yeah. kicked out of everything because of that bullshit that was not her fault. That's what you know who was canceled. Sinead O'Connor was canceled. Uh, yeah, right. That's what I was gonna say. Oh man, yeah, Sinead O'Connor. Show me one man. Have been Louis is already correct. back doing stand up. Everybody's mm-hmm. already. Show yeah. me one man who's actually been quote canceled. I'll wait. Well, it's also like like canceled by the like gatekeepers is not even mm-hmm. called canceled. It's just sort of like blacklisted. That's the sort of thing. I mean, canceled really is like 
people are like no, choosing no longer to be a fan of yours. Right. Like like having a fan is a inalienable right or something. Right, right, right. Like it's just like, oh, I have a right to my fans and how dare you take them, how dare they choose to not be my fan anymore. How dare like, they feel icky about? when they look at you now that they know some of the things you've done and said and they feel like yeah. they'd rather watch other people for a while. Like that's, yeah. that's truly what we're talking about. Yeah, is someone... which is like, right, absurd. <sighs> absurd. Well, Anyway, that's... Uh... <laughs> So, but I mean, and but I do, I do find the discourse like, like many things. I was like a little like, okay, right. I I was also surprised by, yeah, I was genuinely surprised that Cat Williams said that. And then I was like, right, the fact that I don't know Cat Williams's work and thoughts and mm, stuff I see. to the point that I can be surprised is got to be on me on some level. Mm, yeah, that's true. I don't know. I didn't love the way I felt when I was like realizing my gut reaction. Like I was so surprised when I saw I this the clip. Well, also, I was like, I shouldn't be this surprised. What's wrong with me? Aren't mm. the other things that we know, I don't know much about Cat Williams, but the other things that kind of are socially known about him is that he's like a hothead. So yeah. I would also imagine like, oh, that guy's probably not going to react well to someone telling him he can't say certain things. But mm -hmm. it's, nice to be, uh, it's nice to be pleasantly surprised. I mean, I will say almost every publicity photo... Those hats are a little too big. <laughs> <laughs> you got a problem with the hat size, do you? So maybe you know, that's take, it. take this maybe up with Pharrell. You got a problem with Pharrell's maybe hats? That's what's happening. Oh, that's true. I just don't love a big brim on a hat. Keep the sun off your face. There's not enough trees in Los Angeles. Everybody needs yeah. some shade. This is, I'm digging myself into two holes. It's funny you're saying that, Andrew, because I'm looking at the photos of him. I'm like, I want to get into big hats now. <laughs> oh, my God. Kevin disagrees. Kevin's like, big hat all the way. Yeah. Kevin. I know uh, what I'm uh, getting Andrew for Christmas. Uh -oh. Big old hat. <laughs> big old, I want to be the hat. Ten gallon. The, real, real little hat. No, big Aww. hat like the guy from Curious George. Like the human guy yeah. from Curious George. <laughs> what a Was weird... he just dressed as like a British colonizer? I don't know about dressed as... <laughs> <laughs> I don't and now see that I'm what thinking about it I'm like ooh LT this has got some be. real like third viceroy yeah. to India type vibes yeah I just don't ooh. know what else he that must be what he is right like that's it the the Yosis Racist podcast has canceled Curious George uh -huh. <laughs> I that would I actually wow. more than kind of some others feel like it's it's probably a lot like um like fucking Tintin Mm -hmm. Where like in your head it's like Tintin, whatever, and then you see the still from Tintin goes to the Congo, mm -hmm. and it's like, oh my god, it's the most racist thing I've ever seen. <laughs> Hold on, you keep talking. Oh no, are you talking about yeah. Ricky Ticky Tavi? No, talking Tintin. You know I don't know Tintin? what this is. No, do I want to know? Is it a scary thing that I wish will wish I didn't know? Um, it is definitely a thing you will wish you didn't know. I'm just I'm, I'm pulling an image and I'm sending it to simply the group chat. Um, wow, I literally almost just sent it to my friend. Um, <laughs> just I guess oh, Google image this? search. Oh no, <laughs> listeners, like don't even... search this. <laughs> listeners, let me save you. It's it's wor it's worse or as bad as you think. think it's like Charlie Brown, but with uh, horrible black caricatures. Mm -hmm. You don't yes. need it. Just take my word for it and avoid this in your in your search bar. 
Yeah. <laughs> you don't it, need to be is, put on whatever list. It is that. Oh, my God. Oh, I don't think I don't think Tawny could have spelled out more clearly. Do I want to see this? Is this going to upset me? And Andrew's like, no, no, this will be good. <laughs> this is our friendship. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. <laughs> no, it's it not. Is. I shouldn't have done that. How did this even come up? <laughs> what happened to me? I don't know. Oh. But we should do something else now. <laughs> yeah, for serious. Um, um, I don't know. I mean, the only thing we sort of talked about otherwise beforehand was. Um, uh, I, I guess it's sort of the perpetual double standard with black tennis players. Um, you know, just anytime the tennis establishment, the white tennis establishment um, talks about, um, you know, obviously talked about the uh, the Williams sisters was always racist. Um, what's happening now with Naomi Osaka is. Uh, yeah. I mean, I guess not explicitly racist, perhaps, but. Or not like immediately on its face racist, but it is also just like, uh, but well, but Naomi, yeah. I think we can say that, you know, in, I mean, we all know this as we've watched, well, maybe we don't all know this, but anyone who's watched Serena's kind of like, you know, struggles in a very white sport, it is, it is understandable that facing the press, especially when Naomi Osaka has been someone who's been so outspoken about issues that are important to her, comes with an added layer of pressure and expectation and is just plain fucking harder. They ask her harder, different questions than they ask Maria. Ch- 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 I don't know her name and I was going to say something, but Maria let me Charlie not. Brown, <laughs> Maria <laughs> Charlie Brown. Exactly. Like they just, they're going to ask Naomi Osaka different questions. And that is because of the intersection of her race and gender. And so for her to draw a line and say, I don't want to do this anymore because it's hard for me. That is linked mm-hmm. to her race without yeah. anyone being racist to her. Um, yes. Yeah, I'm not. I'm sure, and I'm also sure someone was racist to her. <laughs> I mean, it's goddamn tennis. <laughs> just, just like, being on Earth. I'm yeah. sure something happened. Yeah. So yeah, I just, I like that she, I like that she taught us all a little lesson in, you know, drawing some some boundaries for herself. Yeah, and at every level, right? There's no like, mm-hmm. like it really is like those boundaries. You are important, and like, don't do the shit if you can. Mm-hmm. Don't do the shit that is hurting you. Now, easy for mm-hmm. us to say, I suppose. Yeah, we're, we're able to do, you know, our various entertainment jobs and, you know, relatively pick our compromises, I guess. Not that Tani and I have ever had to. Loved every second, single second of every person we've I ever love, worked with. I love but. everybody I work with, except for the people I've vaguely mentioned on here before. <laughs> yeah, and every, but most importantly, we've loved every corporation we've worked for. Brad, I'm not thing. talking about you. This is when I have to constantly say, because my producer for Star Trek Lower Decks, Brad, listens to the show. Hi, Brad. And anytime I start to allude to a bad working relationship, a tiny sliver of fear in his brain is like, is she talking about me? Brad, it's never you. We love you. <laughs> Yay, Brad. And you know what, Brad? When it's you, you'll know. Yeah, that's true. I'll, it, I'll just it'll text never you be a question. It'll never be a question. <laughs> that's the promise. That's what uh, we could give to you. Yeah. Should we should we take a little uh, break and then uh, yeah. listen to some voicemails? Let's do that. Let's Great. do it. Okay. Here's some ads. Bye-bye. Okay, those were some ads. We're back. Hello. Let's <laughs> get back. into the racism. <laughs> Hi. Um, okay, so I'm calling in about a situation that happened a little 
while ago. It was probably like a year ago, year and a half ago, and it's just kind of always bothered me. Um, and so I wanted to uh, obviously dig up all those emotions and get your take on it. Um, okay, so about a year and a half ago, I was working at a company that really prided itself on social justice values and equity and diversity. And we had recently hired a woman who just, like, raised a lot of red flags for me. She said that she worked on the Don't Ask – or not Don't Ask Hotel. She worked on the um, See Something, Say Something campaign in New York City, which mm. vilified a lot of um, black and brown people after 9-11. Um, and she also once heard police sirens and was like, oh, someone's up to no good. And I really wanted to stay back, probably the cops, but I didn't. Anyway, so I raised this <laughs> to my coworkers, um, all white men, and they kind of laughed at me. And they, like, made some joke about, like, oh, maybe people are suspicious about my backpack on the subway. Is that racist? And I was really dumbfounded um, because I couldn't understand how, like, they – didn't see how um, see something, say something, like, directly targeted um, brown people, mm-hmm. especially after a context like 9-11. Um, and I just thought it was odd for, like, a company that cares about social justice values to hire someone who so obviously had some kind of racial bias because of the things that she mm. said and the work that she's done. Anyway, so I would love to know, were my dumbass, uh, sorry, that's interesting prejudices of the story, were my white male coworkers, um Indeed, right to be skeptical of my hesitancy to trust this woman. Thank you. <laughs> Andrew, can you summarize? I just, I got, got a little g- lost in the weeds. Got a header to the, um, yeah. So basically, um, uh, the caller works, uh, work, duh? No, works, but this thing happened a while ago for a company that is sort of nominally, um, like many companies, by the way, and doesn't mean the true, but nominally, you know, gives a shit about the world being less unfair than it is. Um, mm. And they hired a woman who was involved with the, yeah. The, so it sounds like they do like maybe sort of a PR or marketing type thing is my guess. Because mm-hmm. um, I don't know what other worked on a campaign means. Um, but yeah, so so worked on the if uh, See Something, Say Something campaign in New York, which was... Yeah, the subway thing. Horribly racist. I was trying to think. It's like one of those things where like, and then also like, you know, basically uh, said the, the, when, when she heard cops, um, Mm -hmm. was like, someone's in trouble. Someone's up to no good. And, Mm -hmm. but the question really is that the male coworkers off the skepticism about see something, say something were like, well, what if someone is, you know, suspicious of my backpack? Like, right. You know, the the what ifs, the what abouts and the what ifs of like, yeah, I mean, I think it is one of those things where I think lots of nice enough, but unthinking people, mostly white people, I guess, would hear something like, you know, it's the same as this, like, all lives matter, right? See something, say something. What could possibly be wrong with that? We need everyone, everyone, it takes a village to... When you're ignoring Um, the fact that it's like when you, you know, uh, deputize a bunch of random concerned citizens, like all the air quotes in in the world around that, they're only able to, not only, they're going to act along, they're going to act in line with their biases because it, they're not practiced, they aren't fucking detectives, they're not investigators, so they're going, well, 
And, Brown and people investigators and detectives aren't that good either. <laughs> and you see where I'm going with this is that yeah. everybody is reacting to their biases, which is yeah. brown people did a heinous crime. Brown people yeah. might do it again. Let me look. Oh, that guy's brown and he has a weird backpack. Like, yeah, it's not even con- conscious all the time, but that's that's what we're doing. Yeah, that's what profile. No, that, is. it is like, yeah, like, like it is that thing. Like every time there's a neighborhood watch, I mean, mm-hmm. even just like the concept of next door, mm-hmm. like you're like, yeah. right. The type of people who are looking there are, yep. for whatever reason, unquestioning of their own biases and yep. racist as shit. Yeah. Yep. It's like, it takes a village, but like the only people volunteering just so happen to be the fucking racists. I mean, I guess the, the slightly interesting question, or the the caller's question, is: is should is this so self evident that it's racist of these white coworkers to to not see this? It's just so I think it is. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm gonna go a little softer. It's just so tiresome that like we're still there. That you could be working with people who don't get how that's a a problematic policy, and it's just yeah. it's just tiresome because then you have the job of like, well, do I educate them? Do I just not deal with it? Yeah. Because it's like, oh, if the white guy's like, what if someone's suspicious of my backpack? And it's like, what is the rate that people that look like you are accused and falsely accused of anything, you know, reporting, see something, say something to the NYPD? What is the rate that people who don't look like you are? What kind of consequences happen when you, it's just like, all of a sudden you have to like fucking walk them down that. And now I'm like, well, surprise, white dudes. You are the ones I'm profiling now because y'all are the oh, ones always. fucking yeah. doing shit. And finally people are waking up to that. But I'm like, you're right. I, I am looking at you sideways on the train. Yeah. but I've even seen something see some- and I'd like to say something. <laughs> that see something, say something era, mostly it was like, you know, yeah, people getting busted by the NYPD with um, a amount of weed that, Actually, sure. white people have more than other colors mm-hmm. on their person and, you know, start accumulating strikes and then three strikes type shit oh, kicks yeah. in like like that. That was the look at no at no point does it sound racist. But if you can't see it, that it is plainly being executed by racist, a racist organization in the NYPD. It's like, disproportionately target people of color. Like that's the whole. But, but by a lot, like not even like close to, and it's also, again, you know, I promise you almost literally every white person I know in New York has a, well, I guess like, did the weed laws changed before the weed laws changed Mm. had a, had a you at least get you know a a ticket or a strike level amount of shit mm-hmm. on them that they should not have, mm-hmm. and that's that's every fucking white college student. You think you think oh like broken windows policing? Go to any NYU dorm, you lunatics! Like right. that's where if you really want to <laughs> clean the streets up. Yeah, but, yeah. Oh, fucking. Oh, yeah. Actually, not to go back to the news, but the NYPD did violently clear out uh, Washington Square Park the other night, similar mm-hmm. to what LAPD was doing in Los Angeles. Um, you know, and they did it similar, like peaceful protesters were met by riot cops. Riot cops sounds like they pursued people for like several blocks, even after they were like not part of the demonstration. Um, yeah. Cops are plainly racist and are, you know, especially in these situations, 
I, I promise you, I am, you know, probably going to more of these things that go sideways than I should, given my age. Um, it is always the cops that start that shit. Like, mm. cops create the violence. Um, and, yeah, you're, you're simply wrong if you think it goes the other way. Um, sorry. No, Guys, that that Andrew came out again. <laughs> that the people love that Andrew. They miss him when he's listen. Not. It's that Andrew or P can reverse itself, Andrew. And <laughs> yeah, you don't get much other choices. <laughs> you fucking take your pick, people. You get one or the <laughs> he can other. Reverse itself, Andrew. Oh my god, um, I can't. Yeah, so for the caller, I think you're you're right to feel annoyed. But I mean, I probably wouldn't worry about it too much more than that because you're going to run into a lot of people that. Just aren't with it. Just aren't, you know, that aren't having these conversations regularly enough to where they're like versed in these issues. And that that's very yeah. frustrating. I mean, yeah. If if you feel like you have the 10 to minutes to 10,000 mm. years to educate these people, <laughs> there's some version of the like, okay, but you understand that you mm-hmm. are not actually being targeted disproportionately, right? Like what, you know, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. But, Caller already has all those answers, and it, it is true. It's like, you're going to fucking do this? We're doing this you today? Do this whole job? Yeah, you want to do this whole yeah. job educating these people? Just save your... Often, often you don't. Save your anyway. breath. <laughs> Time. <laughs> Time. All right. Energy. Should we do one more? Yes, one more let's do one more. Hello. Um, there's been a trend going around TikTok uh, claiming that a white person calling a black woman... A queen is a microaggression, and I just want to get your take on that. Thanks. I love the chef. <laughs> oh, my God. A white woman calling a black woman a queen is a microaggression. <laughs> I mean, okay. The serious yes. thing, the serious statement is the generation that primarily uses TikTok, the post-millennials and the Zoomers, they are whatever you want to call them. You want to say they're more sensitive than us. You want to say they're like too whatever. They are more attuned to these things than any of the generations before them. So it is possible that they are clocking things that for them are microaggressions and they're trying to weed them out. And you know what? Even if I don't feel that way, I am for a gentler, kinder, better world. Like I, I want that generation to be like, I, I don't give a fuck. People call them pussies or whatever. And I'm like, great, maybe there will be less mm-hmm. war. Like maybe yeah. once they're in charge, there won't be predatory lending and like, ter- you know, maybe like things will get a little nicer. So mm-hmm. I'm okay that my first reaction is like, oh, fuck that, that's fine. But if some 17 <laughs> year old is like, no, that's bad. I'm like, okay, queen, go ahead. You're right. Yeah, <laughs> It can be yeah. bad, that's fine. Mm-hmm. Well, it definitely can be bad. Is like yeah. <laughs> like it, it's like it feels like the the I mean the clearest example in my head, but this shows my age is just like <laughs> the way you listen to Bill O'Reilly say black. Like oh right 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 right. Like you <laughs> just it's just that wrong. like there's a context and a way to say it that is wrong and yeah. You kind of know it when you see it, and possibly that's why that's why like these like hard rules sound absurd to us because it's like. You know what? TikTok, like, it's like they're, they're, they have sort of the opposite. Uh, it's like the letter of the law, absurd. Mm-hmm. Spirit of the law, I is probably correct. Yeah, yeah. That's like true. the actual, like 
saying the word or calling calling a black woman queen or white woman calling her is is a microaggression. Like, you know what? Probably, definitely not always. And you know who, who or maybe not always. I don't know. But but you know, a, again, like debatable and like not really the point. However. I get what they're saying, and it's, like, functionally probably correct. I'd rather a queen than a girl. If a white woman says girl to me, I'm, like, forever sideways. Looking at you sideways forever. Right. It's just, like, any any number of, like, mid-2000s blonde comedy women saying girlfriend. Yeah, I can no. see it on so many. <laughs> I just got, I just felt rage. <laughs> Girlfriend, you are so long. <laughs> yeah, it's exactly that. And often like written to be that that kind of wrong. But uh-huh. I was like, that's that that's a thing where it's like, oh, look, conceivably, it is weird though, because it's like it's it's weird that they do this because I would have thought the online TikTok, etc. generation mm-hmm. would be like extra sensitive to the letter of the law. Mm-hmm. Um, in that, again, I, I would say this like as a general rule, probably a correct practice for white women to live their lives with. Mm-hmm. However, it, I would have thought the more online generation would be more sensitive or or le- speak in a way that makes them less susceptible to the well actuallys of yeah. the world, which is what. Twitter mostly is. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's because TikTok doesn't give a shit about Twitter and the thing the, the, the fact that I think Twitter matters makes me simply an old man. But <laughs> but that that would be my thought is like I would have thought young people having grown up in a world where any random anonymous stranger can be like, well actually Right. Technically, that's incorrect. <laughs> well technically um, would make yeah. them less likely to talk like this, but I'm glad that they're not. But I'm just yeah. This is just me not understanding the kids. Do you know that Pete can reverse this? Oh, God, here we go. Put it on a TikTok, then I'll listen to it. Just which, which Andrew do you want? Just <laughs> the, the, the menu is thin and very pathetic. Oh, my God. Do you think this, like, idea of labeling is a microaggression is, like, ineffective or bad or whatever? I kind of don't care because it's not... I, I'm if I don't feel that way, that's fine. But I'm okay if other people do. Yeah, like that's because sort you're of largely my stance on most of this shit. Yeah, because like re, if they're feeling something from it, if white women are saying queen enough weird ways that they're like, hey, let's fucking cut this out. I trust yeah. that. I'm like, yeah, something weird is going on. Maybe I just yeah. have okay white women saying it to me. On look, I'm never like excited. <laughs> yeah. I'm never like, thank you. I'm just like, all right, all right, whatever. We don't know each other. I don't know what this is. I guess to me, there's some world where like TikTok does have this like, to me, like sinister undertone of like mm. so much of it feels like a specific type of white woman, mm-hmm. sometimes girl, I suppose, like taking black culture. Mm. So I could see if if you're a That's black true. person on TikTok, you're extra like do not fucking talk to me. Yeah, like, no, that's true. Don't call me anything. And and maybe it's just that perspective that we're seeing. Um, yeah, maybe. Producer Kevin's dropped something in the chat. Let's uh, see this. I, I've been liking this guy's videos. Uh, a lot of them have been going viral. I think his name is Khalil Green. Who, oh, yeah. 
has a series called How Everything on This App Originated with Black People oh, and sure. talks about different like challenges and dances and words and phrases and how they started with black people. And I think he just kind of nails how white people like very quickly can appropriate uh, whatever, like all the viral, you know, sensations and stuff on TikTok. This video he's, I'm looking at, he's talking about the origins of the word simp. Mm-hmm. That's interesting how everything on this app originated with black people. Oh, that's cool. That might make me get on TikTok. I like it. His videos are great. I'll I'll uh, oh, yeah. include it in the episode description because I think at Khalil Green with an yeah. H in Khalil and an E on the end of Green. Very cool. Thanks, Kevin. This looks good. Yeah, Khalil. Man, do I get into TikTok now? I've done one dance. <laughs> Am I a TikToker? You love TikTok. I don't have an account. What if I'm? Just I, I like the on one you posted that you were TikToks. talking about last week. Jimmy was yeah, really yeah. making me laugh uh, watching him yeah. <laughs> do the dances Dude, with you guys. In Jimmy's defense, those tweens taught us that dance in about ninety seconds. We and had then, very little like, time the between coolest setups. version of it. <laughs> yeah, and then we all did it. And like, I've I've taken a lot of dance classes, not to brag, but um, I was able to <laughs> grasp it. But there was an extremely short amount of time, so it's not Jimmy's fault. Um, he did one hour before that, though, in an unrelated conversation, ask me if having rhythm was quote genetic. <laughs> Oh, so, like that Jimmy needs to get on get on TikTok. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Learn something. Oh, um, <laughs> but it it is interesting watching, and I guess not surprising, seeing like a TikTok trend, and then seeing like where it originated, and then seeing yeah. all of like the white teenagers that are like doing their viral version of it, and then seeing like yeah. we didn't even start this. Right. Maybe maybe that's it. I, I wonder if like the kids today, like <laughs> one of their things, which I could see is that like cultural appropriation, like all culture, happens so much faster. Right. Mm-hmm. Like how many decades did it take to steal rock and roll? At least years. <laughs> Whereas like Well, no, I don't know. Pat Boone was covering Little Richard the same year he released Tootie Fruity, but okay. <laughs> Okay, but months. I guess what I mean is because now it's like minutes. Oh, sure, sure, sure. It's instantaneous. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And and it's like, you know, it, you know, virality means that you can, you know, because virality is just about copying the thing that you saw from someone else. It can like be taken from the black creator, like, again, Mm -hmm. within seconds. Mm -hmm. Um as far as like sort of what the culture sees it as or what mm-hmm. white culture sees it as. I don't know. Mm-hmm. It's, I'm, you know, yeah, the, the, the kids are better than us. I don't love the dancing. Uh, I had a similar kind of thought experiment last night when I was watching some YouTube videos about like other countries and watching like the most popular ones that come up on the top were white YouTubers talking about their experiences in other countries that Mm. at times felt like I'm like, I don't know how I feel about some of these videos. Like when it's clearly educational and informational and then when Mm. it like it shifts a little bit to like appropriation. Mm. um, Oh, yeah. I feel like there is a little crossover in the TikTok world of like, what do you what are we really saying with this? Yeah, yes. and why are you the the person to say it? Because mm-hmm. there's yeah, there's plenty of shit I yeah. want to talk about that I'm like, do people need to hear that from me? No, mm-hmm. right. <laughs> it's the what's it mean and what's it really mean of yep. it yeah. that yeah. like really you're like okay, but 
And which is kind of all these things, right? It's like, yeah, okay, sure. There's the the definition, but unfortunately we are in this like connected referential uh, Mm -hmm. culture. So it's like, and everything is based off of a history and it's like, now you can follow that history. It is like Mm -hmm. a thing sometimes where I'm like, I mean, to me it's even like, as I guess it's not so new because to me it's even like voting Democrat. Like mm. I don't fucking love the Democrats, but I also <laughs> am like I I mostly just hate Republicans and the right word of that. And it's like yeah, so this is what we fucking got, and this is mm. like you know the the signifying of like not voting for someone like that is mm. also not I don't know. It's it's. Which the you you get picked shoved into teams in a way that is not always ideal, but those mm-hmm. are the teams that exist. Bring I'm it really down on TikTok today. I'm really <laughs> yeah, rambling do a TikTok today. series. I, it's the the uh, the TikToks where they point at text bubbles yes, that I that. hate the most. I you hate, hate it? those. It tells you where yeah. to look. It tells you which it's thing just, to read. It's so smarmy. I think I don't have the level of smarm required to just That's be true. like. It's all very smug. It's very mm-hmm. smug. Yeah. I wish we were recording video on this one. I know. My smugness, I like to just do an audio <laughs> form only. Yeah. Every the, every sentence I say on this podcast, I'm dripping with smug. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's how we do it. Um, is, that a, is that an episode of a podcast? That's an episode of a Hell podcast. Yeah. That feels three, about right. Two, three, three, eight, nine, seven, two, two, three. That's three, two, three, three, eight, nine, race, or three, two, three, ducks with an X, race. <laughs> I ate Peking duck last night at the Cantonese Ooh. place Jimmy took me. That's my duck news. Oh, yeah. It's delicious. Mm. Tune in to Yo Can We Live at suboptimalpods.com <laughs> to hear more about this motherfucking duck. Hell yeah. Yo, is this racist? Social media. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Trondy Newman. Mm-hmm. Oh my God. I was about to just say, is it just Kevin Bartelt? It's not. Kevin J. On- Kevin Bartelt joined Twitter in 2009. He tweeted three <sighs> times in 2015 and hasn't done it since. Damn. Have him give you the thing back. I know. Damn it. The Get nerve. It. I mean, although people want to tweet at him, they can, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> Who cares? Well, the thing is, you know, Twitter's going to do the right thing. So they'll probably give it to you soon. Hopefully. Mm-hmm. Twitter. They, they always do the right thing. Always does the right thing. Um, <laughs> what else? Um, did I say Andrew T? Maybe Andrew T. Duh. That's it. Mm-hmm. This might be a off my convo, but we could release a drink culture episode this week as Ooh, well, maybe. Yeah. We have one yeah. banked. Tune in for like the next drink on culture my... yeah. episode, That's... which is about... Hangover cures? No, we did that one last week. What was? What is this one? Oh, then maybe Dear Dairy because we just did a drink culture episode. Okay, so instead, Dear oh. Dairy with me and Poonam Patel, my bestie mm-hmm. Poonam Patel, uh, so reading funny. from our childhood diaries that we have not opened since childhood. So it's a surprise <laughs> to you and us alike. I am, um, you know, this is a little promo for a thing that I, I, I'm just about, I believe, to get sent a. Uh, I believe a comic book I wrote when I was uh, in second grade. My sister yes. is at home right now. And um, let's just say, <laughs> as far as I remember of it, and I was shown the cover, it is bizarrely anti-union for the person <laughs> I became. <laughs> Keep in mind, I was probably seven years old. Um, oh my so God, I cannot wait. You got to get do ready. <laughs> get ready for that, y'all. Fucking uh, Corey. <laughs> 
<laughs> All right. That's All right. it. Bye. Bye. This is Synopsis.